Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for December 28th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, I have a new video up on the blog from uh, this week's episode of NXT. It is Bianca Belair versus Yo Shirai versus Mia Yim versus Lacey Evans. So this is a four-way match, and what it is, the winner of the match gets a shot at Shayna Baszler's NXT Women's Championship at January's NXT TakeOver show in Phoenix. And I'm not a big fan of four-way matches, but this one is actually pretty good, and uh, I recommend you check it out. Uh, the stars of the match are Bianca and Io. Io does some of her trademark spots, including her moonsault. Uh, one notable spot has Bianca on the floor. Mia hits a suicide dive. She actually lands a little short, but Bianca does a good job of catching her. And then Lacey whips Io into the ropes. And instead of coming off the ropes, Io leaps through the ropes onto Bianca. So. It, you didn't really expect her to do that. It was unexpected, so that's why it was kind of spectacular. But, um, you know, the match goes on pretty well. And uh, like I said, it's focusing mostly on uh, Bianca, who uh, uh, does does win the match. Uh, the end comes after Yo hits her moonsault on Lacey. Bianca breaks up the pin with her hair whip. Have you ever seen her do that? And after tossing Yo and Mia out of the to the floor... Bianca finishes Lacey and gets the title shot. And uh, Bianca uh, is a beast. She's the type of um, non-wrestler that I don't mind them hiring because uh, she was a um, a track and field star at the University of Tennessee. And um, after she graduated, she was trying to figure out what to do with herself. And uh, Mark Henry saw a YouTube video of her and asked her if she would be interested in uh, trying out for the WWE. And, you know, uh, she's a nut, she, she, so she w- had no wrestling experience, but she is an elite athlete. So that's the difference. When, I always talk about they shouldn't be hiring models, um, dancers, bodybuilders, actors, and that's because they're not athletes, Okay. I mean, dancers kind of are athletes, but they don't seem to have the aptitude for pro wrestling. When you're talking about an elite athlete like uh, um, Bianca, or another good example of that is Casey Catanzaro, that's different, okay? Because uh, uh, Bianca has really picked up pro wrestling really well. She's not only picked up the the actual uh, wrestling itself, but she, she has the swagger of a veteran, okay? And so I think, I think she's got uh, tremendous uh, uh, potential. You know, there's great upside for her as far as uh, learning the different moves. She has tremendous strength. I mean, I've seen her on TV uh, lifting an opponent from a deadlift position into a, into a press slam. That's ridiculous strength. But she's a very strong girl. I mean, she is, she's like a beast, okay? And so she's picking up the stuff as she goes along. She's really doing well, and she's also picking up, you know, how to behave and stuff like that. So she's got tremendous potential to be a huge star because she's, you know, she was an elite athlete coming in, and, and she just has the, the mindset for picking up pro wrestling. So 
Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her uh, in a match with uh, Shayna, who, who of course is a great technical wrestler. So that, that should be a very good match. I don't see much flying around going around on there, but I see a lot of uh, uh, Bianca using her strength because uh, she's going to be much stronger than Shayna or, or anybody else for that matter. You know, and I don't, uh, you know, Yo got to do some of her trademark moves and we'll see a lot more from her in the near future, I'm sure. Um, um, be, uh, Lacey, as I'm sure you've already heard, is headed up to the main roster. I don't like her that much because I don't, I, I don't like uh, her moves. I, her finisher is awful to punch. Ugh. And uh, I just don't care for her. I just don't care for her. Though I, I understand why they like her. They love her story as an ex-Marine and all of that. Okay, so that video is up on the blog now, so be sure to check it out. Now, let's talk about uh, UFC. The UFC show tomorrow, which is UFC 232. That's right, I couldn't remember the number. Okay, so we've got, um, as you know, the uh, show has been moved from Las Vegas to the uh, forum in Los Angeles uh, because of complications with getting uh, John Jones licensed, okay? So they haven't weighed in yet, so I, I don't know if anybody's gonna miss weight or anything like that. But um, we have two women's matches on the card. And of course, the big one is the co-main event. It is uh, UFC featherweight champ Chris, Chris Cyborg versus UFC uh, bantamweight champ Amanda Nunez. And um, obviously Chris Cyborg is going to be favored in this, as she should be, okay? But there is a chance that Amanda could win this fight because I don't think Chris has really faced anyone with Amanda's power, uh, punching power or her or ground skills as well, okay? Um, Amanda, early in her career, she did fight at 145 pounds. You know, her first strike force fight was at 145 pounds. But eventually she dropped, dropped to 135 just because there's more opportunity at that weight, okay? But there is a possibility she could win here. Um, I don't really expect this fight to go to a finish. Uh, what you're dealing with with Chris Cyborg is she throws in bunches, okay? And so if she can land a few shots, because she actually, what people don't understand about Chris Cyborg, did you know that she's never scored a knockout? All her finishes are TKO. She's never had a submission finish, okay? And she's never had a knockout. People think she knocks people, knocks girls out. No, what she does is she throws so much, she fights that shootbox style, okay? The most famous practitioner of the shootbox style is Vanderlei Silva, okay? And what it is, is it's a swarming style. And that's, that's Chris's style. And, and if she can you know, do that to Amanda, she'll win fairly easily because she'll beat her down and she'll get a TKO finish. But Amanda's a hard puncher too. And unlike Chris Cyborg, she does have TKO power, okay? In addition to that, she also has TKO power and she has, she's had submission wins too. Now, her... Her, um, uh, her uh, endurance, in my opinion, is not the greatest. But we don't know about Chris Cyborg's endurance either because she's never really gone that far. She usually gets a finish. 
So I, I just don't think it's going to go to a finish. I think at some point either Chris is going to uh, do, do the swarming thing that she does so well or Amanda is going to land one big punch and it's going to be over. Okay? But uh, one or the other. Uh, one interesting thing is Guillerme Cruz, who uh, works for MMA Fighting, he did a kind of a, a poll of 100 uh, Brazilian uh, fighters and trainers and coaches, uh, female fighters down in uh, Brazil. And um, he was actually surprised that Amanda uh, got about uh, 30% uh, to think that she's going uh, to win. The women down there, they think Chris Cyborg is going to win. That's it. So really, that's where the edge really comes. It's a little more split if you talk to guys down there. Okay. But uh, as I said, it really, uh, I think it'll get, be finished. Not sure what round, possibly the first couple, but what's more, what's likely to happen is one of the two things that I mentioned, because that's the strength of the two fighters. If uh, Chris uh, can avoid getting hit by that one big shot, I would expect her to win. Uh, so I favor her to win just because of the way she fights the shootbox style. She's as good as Vanderly Silva at the shootbox style. Okay. Now the other women's fight on the show is at featherweight. It is Megan Anderson versus Kat Zingano. Now the thing here we got here is Kat Zingano is fighting at featherweight for the first time. She's primarily a bantamweight. And um, uh, she won her last fight over uh, Marion Renault. She had three losses before that. Uh, but she's moving up to featherweight. Uh, Megan is a legit featherweight. Like, she's almost six feet tall. So she's a big girl. And um, my problem with Megan is she seemed to improve in Invicta. And then we saw her for the first time in the UFC a few months back against Holly Holm. And she got, she got beat. I mean, Holly just killed her. Okay, she won by unanimous decision, didn't finish her, but Megan didn't look good. Okay, and so this is the problem with featherweights in general, is who the hell have you got that's going to challenge Chris Cyborg? So with the possibility that Chris leaves, you know, where does that leave someone like Megan Anderson? Well, she may not be good enough anyway, you know. Uh, Megan, of course, is Australian, and I think she's improved a lot since moving to the U.S. She trains with uh, Robert Krauss uh, in the St. Louis area, and I think she's improved quite a bit, but I don't know. She just didn't look good in, against Holly Holm, and, uh, you know, she if, she if she looks better in this fight, I have a little more hope for her, but... Kat Singano is, is not an easy fight for her either. It's just, it's the same thing as Holly, okay? Kat is a different fighter from Holly because uh, she's very unorthodox, uh, and, uh, but she does have uh, uh, submission skills, and uh, she, she's a pretty good fighter, but it really depends on Megan. If Megan can, be a, can give a better performance, then uh, I'm pretty satisfied uh, that she... You know, she has the size to win the fight, but she just looked awful in her last fight. So I don't know. I don't know. Either way, if Chris Cyborg leaves the UFC, that'll be it for the featherweights anyway. So it really doesn't make any difference. That's why we're seeing Macy Chase on fight at bantamweight. Okay. So that's it for today. Be back on Sunday with my review of uh, this UFC show, and I'll have the videos of the fights up. Now, uh, if you're wondering what's happening with the WWE, they are um, 
taping uh, Raw and SmackDown this weekend. They're taping uh, Raw, I think, tonight and SmackDown tomorrow. And so I don't know yet what's going to be happening with, uh, with um, uh, SmackDown. I don't know if Asuka's going to be on it or not. The other thing is that, uh, is that NXT next week is going to be a two-hour uh, recap annual recap of the year, a best of, or whatever you want to call it. So it just depends. Uh, we have a, a, I'll have a podcast on Sunday, but after that, I'm not too sure. We'll just have to wait and see. There's not another UFC show until uh, the 14th. So it depends on how many fight announcements there are and what else goes on in the other, in the other things. Uh, so uh, so uh, like I said, uh, check out the video that I posted at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can uh, leave them on the podcast, and I'll be happy to respond to anything you ask. And if you want to, if you want to um, subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights tomorrow night. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later.